the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Are you ready for the word? Praising. This is Pastor Pearson of Word of Faith Christian Center here in sunny San Antonio, Texas. A Bible-believing, Bible-teaching church where Jesus Christ is Lord and you'll never be bored. I want to welcome all of you back to our radio broadcast that I pray is being a blessing to you and yours. So sit back and relax as I bring a message from the Word of God just for you. But please, please, please have an ear to hear what the Lord is about to say. Because if you do, I guarantee that you'll be blessed today. So without further ado, let me bring today's message to you. It's called Pathways to Increase Intimacy with God. Brothers and sisters, it's true. God strongly desires to have an intimate relationship with me and you. That's one of the reasons why he sent Jesus to Calvary's tree, to pay sin's debt in full for you and me, to make that opportunity of an increased intimacy with him available to you and me. But unfortunately, although the opportunity is there, most Christians don't even seem to care. They don't look to have and enjoy an intimate relationship with God. And if they do, they don't know how to. The Bible tells us that there are proven pathways that we can take to increase the intimacy of our relationship with God. All of us who are the children of God should want to know what those pathways are so that we can do what we need to do to have and enjoy increased intimacy with God like He wants us to do. So we can benefit even more than we already do from the relationship that we have with the God who loves me and you. So without further ado, let me share today's message with you. It's called Pathways to Increase Intimacy with God. But before I do, I got a question to ask you. Are you ready for the word? Because ready or not, here it comes. First John chapter 3. Verse 8, he said, for this purpose, the Son of God was manifested today. He may destroy the works of the devil. Whosoever is born of God doth not commit sin. Why is that? For his seed remaineth in him, and he cannot sin because he is born of God. He said his seed remaineth in him. When he says seed, that means something sown, something sown. There was something that was sown in you that gives you the ability to not sin. There was something that's sown in you that gives you the ability to not sin. I'm telling you, it's the word of God because we already learned that if you hide this word in your heart, he said, you will not, you will not sin against me. That's why God wants to get this word in you. He wants to sow something in you. Remember, the thief come to steal that away from you because he wants to get that word up out of you. Because if he can get that word up out of you, then the works that, 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 that Jesus Christ came to destroy will no longer be destroyed. And instead of putting off of you, you'll put back on you those things that it is that not ever be, should be off on you. Are you listening to me? Yes. Hallelujah. I would look about as silly as me, thump that big roach off of you, and then you go pick it up and say, that's my friend. I'm, I'm sorry, roach. <laughs> Here, get back up there. You okay? And Jesus came to get rid of your sin, but you keep picking it back up again. Are you okay? I saw that pastor try to preach you off of me. Don't worry, I protected you. You and me been together for years. 
But the one that got this word sown in them, the Bible says they cannot sin. That word cannot means that they do not have the ability. It ain't possible. That they do not have the ability. It's not possible. Let me speak like I got education. It's not possible. It ain't possible. Praise God. Why? Because you got something up on the inside of you that said, uh-uh. That stands up strong on the inside of you and say, uh-uh. That's not me. And that's not you. That's not what people like us do. Why? Because next verse, verse 9. Whosoever is born of God cannot sin. That word born of God means to procreate. Whosoever has been procreated by God. Whosoever has been procreated. It also translates, come on, deuce, regenerated. You've been regenerated. When you received Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior, you were regenerated. Come on, break it into syllables. Regenerated. Praise God. Which means you received a new set of genes. You received a new DNA on the inside of you when you received Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior. And just like before you had the DNA of your old daddy, that's why it was so easy for you to do wrong. Now you got the DNA of your new daddy. And now it's easier for you to do right. That's why you have to work to sin. That's why you have to work to sin. Because the wages of sin is death. Why wages? Because it's an effort. It's work. Because that's not you. Easiest thing in the world for you to do is live sinless. It takes effort for you to sin. Hallelujah. See, we've been regenerated all the way down to our DNA, to our molecular level. We've been changed. Hallelujah. We've been changed all the way down to the molecular level, to the very essence and fiber of who we are. We've been changed. It's not even in us to sin no more. That's not even who we are. Dogs bark because that's, that's, that's what's in their genes. Cats meow. Why? Because that's all in their genes. Monkeys are monkey around with you. That's because it's all in their genes. Well, we are children of the most high God. And just like there's no sin in him, there's no sin in us. We've been regenerated. See, we who are born again have been regenerated by the one of whom we've been born. We, now, we got his DNA now. Shandarabosa. One of the reasons why Jesus came to destroy the works of the devil is so that we who have been born of God could receive through our regeneration the ability to not sin. So that we can receive through our regeneration the ability to not sin. Remember, 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 sin was the original reason why man became separated from God. That was the original reason. No wonder Satan wants you to continue to sin. Why? Because he hopes it does the same thing again, too, to separate you from God. See, God's not interested in the same people who he loosed from sin to turn right around and continue to sin. God's not interested in, in the same people who he loosed from sin to turn right around and continue in the sin. I got any parents in the house that say, hey. Remember when your kids were little heads, praise God, and you cleaned them up real good, praise God, washed them and bathed them and put some baby powder on them. 
stuff like that, little Vaseline so they wouldn't get ashy. Praise God. You know what I'm saying? Or baby lotion. You know, amen. Vaseline. Praise God. On them. Hot liquefied Vaseline. On them. Praise God. Remember, remember that? Remember that? What if they turn around right after that and went and get dirty again? You're like, oh, see, that ain't, that ain't what I cleaned you up for. And then you go take them and re-clean them back up again. And then what if they just ran and just dove back in the dirt again? Praise God. You like, because, you know, they slid right past you because they got all that Vaseline on you. You tried to grab them, and they just slid right past you like a greased pig. Praise God. You know, and, and went right back out there again. You'd be highly disappointed. But no more disappointed than your daddy is. Every time, ever since he sent the blood of Jesus to cleanse you of what you keep going back to and keep diving back into. Mm-hmm. See, God's not interested in the same people who he loosed from sin to turn right around and continue to sin. Turn over to Isaiah chapter 59, please. Isaiah chapter 59. That's not what the Lord is interested in. He cleansed you for a reason. He didn't cleanse you to go re-dirtify yourself. That's a word, ain't it? It is now. Praise God. Isaiah chapter 59. Re-dirtify. <laughs> he didn't cleanse you up to go re-dirtify yourself. Especially from the same thing he just cleansed you from. I can at least understand you got you a new sin. But not the same one you was doing already. Isaiah chapter 59. We're going to read verse 1. One of the reasons why God doesn't want you to sin is because sin does something that you don't even pay attention to. Isaiah chapter 59 verse 1 says, Behold, check it out. The hand of the Lord is not shortened that it cannot save. Neither his ear heavy that he cannot hear. God said, I hear you and I can save you too. But your iniquities have separated between you and your God and your sins have hid his face from you that he will not hear. Dang, well, what I do for your hands are defiled with blood and, and your fingers with iniquity. Your lips have spoken lies. Your tongue have muttered perverseness. You got stuck on stupid and did stuff you had not been as doing. That's basically what it's saying. So, so, so he's saying right here, he said, your iniquities have separated between you and your God and your sins have hid his face from you and he will not hear. Mm, mm, mm. Everybody said, Lord Jesus. Now that word separated there means to divide. That word separated right there means to divide. Sin separates us from God. Sin divides us from God. It also translates to put difference, to put difference or to separate self. It also translates to put difference or to separate self. Verse three says for, which means the reason why for your hands are defiled with blood. Remember he said, cleanse your hands. All you sinners. Remember we read that in James chapter 4. And remember, he, he said, because your hands are defiled with blood and your fingers with iniquity. And your lips, oh Lord, they've spoken mucho lios. Your tongue have muttered perverseness. Blessed be the name of the Lord. 
<laughs> oh, excuse me, it's, it's plural. It's not lie, lie, oh, praise God. Somebody give me the plural for it. Praise God. Lies a lot, so. Amen. <laughs> Whatever. Praise God. You've been lying. Falsifying. Mm-hmm. So, see, that which separated them from God was their sin. That which separated them from God was their sin. Now, fortunately for us, we're living in the New Testament, in the dispensation of grace, where we're still in Christ after we sin. Everybody say, thank you, Jesus. See, we're still in Christ. So, spiritually speaking, we still connected with God. Spiritually speaking, we still one with God. But although we're still in Christ after we sin, our sin demonstrates that we're neither in love with him, nor are we in fellowship with him. Although we're still in Christ after we sin, our sin demonstrates that we're neither in love with him, nor are we in fellowship with him. See, God never leaves us, nor forsakes us, but we can leave him and we can forsake him. He never leaves us, nor forsakes us, but we can leave him and forsake him. Folk do that when they sin. In fact, they do that to sin. They do that when they sin. In fact, they do that to sin because sin causes a separation between God and his people. It's a separation that's initiated by us, though, not by God. It's not like God turns his back and walks away when you make a mistake because God's right there with you. That's you turning your back to walk away. Because remember, how can two walk together lest they agree? And if you walk with God, we got to agree. So if this is God, and I'm going to walk with God, and I'm going to go where God goes. Praise God. And so I'm walking walk with God. Yeah, all right. Now. And I'm starting to like this. I'm starting to like this walking with God thing. Praise God. But then I see the honey. Praise God. Amen. What's your fine self? What's up, man? I see reason to sin. Holly, yeah, okay. That could walk. Praise God. So, um, you come here often? Praise God. Is there, see, I separated myself from God. I stopped walking with him. I did that. Now, God will keep coming to deal with me to be able to get me to walk with him. But I, I'm leave it like, alone. leave it alone. Come on. Yeah, but man, that's old. Man. Boy, she old falling. Oh, oh, old man see. Passed away. Come on. You've been cleansed already. Remember? Yeah, but I, I remember First on. John one nine on. too, man. <laughs> <laughs> Y'all don't want to work with me up in here. See, I got to. I, in order to walk with God, I got to go in the direction He go. But I can separate myself off. And that's what we keep doing. We cause a separation between us and God every time we go to sin. Because if God's going that way and sin is in this direction, I got to turn from God to be able to come over here. Now, when I've been boned again, I'm still in Christ. Abba is still my father. I'm still a son of God. But I become a remote son of God. I become a distant son of God because I'm farther and farther away from what I should be, where I should be because I'm doing things I should not be. 
Is anybody hearing me up in here? But God wants us to become remote, I mean, come close, become intimate. See, sin causes a separation between God and his people. See, it's a separation that's initiated by us, not by God. Fortunately, God don't turn his back on us. He don't turn his face from us. God said, I never leave you nor forsake you, but it's you turning your back on him in order to go do something you ought not do. First John chapter one, please. Hallelujah. God said, no, I need, I need you to get your mind right. And I want it to start tonight. First John chapter one. Now we're going to read this out of the first epistle of John or the first letter of John. Praise God. Which carries the nickname of the first epistle of love or, or, or the epistle of love or the fellowship with love. Because this one talks about what happens when you fellowship with love. We know that God is love. So it lets you know what happens when you fellowship with God. Because if you fellowship with God, there'll be certain behaviors that will occur through you. And if you don't fellowship with God, there'll be certain recognizable behaviors that will not come with you. Now, remember, this is written to the believers. This is written to the children of God. This was written to God's sons. But, it, but he's trying to make sure that these sons are, are close sons, immediate sons, not distant sons and remote sons. So we read, praise God. Starting with verse 5. Let's go, to, let's go from verse 1. That which was from the beginning, which we have heard, which we have seen with our eyes, which we have looked upon, and our hands have handled of the word of life. For the life was manifested, and we have seen it, and bear witness and show unto you that eternal life which was with the Father and was manifested unto us. That which we have seen and heard declare we unto you, that ye also may have fellowship with us. And truly, our fellowship is with the Father and with his Son, Jesus Christ. Now, once again, remember, he's writing to the believer because this is a believer already. But he's telling them, you need to have fellowship with us because our fellowship is with the Father. And truly, our fellowship is with the Father and with his Son, Jesus Christ. And these things write we unto you that your joy may be full. See, he's telling you this so that you can have full joy fullness of joy so that the joy that's unspeakable and full of glory can be your everlasting story that's what god's intention is for you because the kingdom of god is not meat nor drink but it's about righteousness peace and joy in the holy ghost god wants you to have joy in the holy ghost god wants your joy to be full which means if you don't have the fellowship you're supposed to have with god like you're supposed to have it if you don't have fellowship with god's people who walking with god like you're supposed to have it your joy will never be full like it intends to be full but God wants your joy is full. That's why he wrote this stuff for you. So that you can be able to understand what it takes for you to have your joy full too. Now remember, he said over there in 1 John a little bit lower, these things were written so that you may, uh, he said these things were written so that, uh, that you might not sin against me. These things were written so that you might not sin. So one of the ways that your joy would be full is that you might not sin. Because when you sin, your joy can't be full. You might be happy for a minute, but you will not be joyful later. Hallelujah. Verse 5 said, This then is the message which we have heard of him and declare unto you, that God is light, and in him, in him is no darkness at all. None. Not nary, not nary lick of darkness. Darkness is how Satan, is where Satan operates. Ain't none of that up in God. Now, if we say that we have fellowship with him and walk in darkness, we lying and do not the truth. He said, if you say you have fellowship 
with God and you walking in darkness. You lying. Why? Because you can't walk with somebody into sin who don't have nothing to do with sin. You must have walked away from him to do what it is that you wanted to do rather than walk with him and do what he wanted you to do. Because if you're going to walk together, you're going to go in the direction that he go and he don't go there. Why? Because ain't no darkness in him at all. Not a, not a lick. Are you hearing me up in here? So, so if, if we say that we have fellowship with him and walk in darkness, we lying and do not the truth. But if we walk in the light as he is in the light, we have fellowship one with another and the blood of Jesus, his son cleanses us from all sins. But notice the first part. We have fellowship one with another, which means as you walk in the light, that's when you are walking in fellowship with God. It's a demonstration of you, the fact that you're truly having fellowship with God. Because if you're truly having fellowship with God, you'll stay in the light. You won't walk in darkness. See, notice, it's when we're walking in the light as he is in the light. Then we have fellowship with him. Because you can't walk in darkness and claim you have fellowship with him. Because if you claim that, you're lying. See, if we're walking in darkness, we're not in fellowship with God. But we're in fellowship with Satan and the sin that, 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 we, that, that we leave God to go get in. When we walk in darkness, we're not walking in fellowship with God. We're walking in fellowship with Satan and the sin that we leave God to go get into. See, he convinced me and you to go in another direction other than what God said to me and you. We're like sheep being led to the slaughter. Why? Because we allowed another thought on the inside of us other than the one that God wants us to have. We allowed another action to be conducted by us other than the ones that God's word said that we should have. Mm-hmm. Turn over to Isaiah chapter 1, please. Hallelujah. We're almost through for today. Isaiah chapter 1. Now, he was writing to believers. And notice, he said that fellowship is what's broken when they enter into sin. Not relationship, fellowship. Because they're still just as much God's child as they ever were. They just need to get back right with their daddy, that's all. And how do I do that? By making, by repenting. By doing a 180 degree turn, turning away from the direction I was going, which is away from God and turn back to God. And the part I love about it is just like if you was going from the east to the west and you made a decision you was going in the wrong direction, the moment you take your Texas U-turn, that little Texas, that little Texas turnaround, the moment you take that little Texas turnaround, you are immediately going in the right direction. Immediately going in the right direction. I like that. Because a lot of us, while we're on our way back to where we're supposed to be, we still see ourselves as wrong. You're already right once you made the turn. Well, that's all that we have time for today. I hope that you were blessed by what the Word of God had to say. I hope that you're seeing that it's true, that God really does want to have an intimate relationship with me and you. I hope even more that you're being inspired to do what you need to do, to take advantage of the pathways of increased intimacy with God that the Bible shares with us out there for me and you, so that we can walk through into the awesome opportunity to be in an even closer, more intimate relationship with God and enjoy the kind of life that can only happen when we're in a more intimate relationship with God, you know, like the one that he wants to have with me and you. If you want to hear the message in its entirety, 
Just contact the church office at area code 210-785-9238. That's area code 210-785-9238. Or write us at Word of Faith Christian Center, 1928 Bassett Road in San Antonio, Texas, 78213. We'll be more than glad to send it out your way right away. But it's always best when you can get it live. So if you're in or visiting San Antonio or surrounding areas, Come on by and see us. We're located at 1928 Bassey Road in San Antonio, Texas, between West and Blanco. Service times are Wednesdays at noon, Thursday evenings at 6.45, Saturday afternoons at 4.30, and Sunday mornings at 8 and 11. If you don't have transportation or you're in need of a ride, we'll come and get you. We have a VIP transportation service that's available for every service. We'll pick you up, bring you to the church, and then drop you off at home after it's open. Just call the church office and arrange a ride. We'll be glad to come and get you. So come on through. You'll be blessed when you do, and we will too. And since we're talking about coming through, if your New Year's resolution was to draw closer to God, there's something that I invite all of you sisters out there to do. We invite all the sisters in San Antonio and surrounding areas to come out to our Blessed Women of God Breakfast Fellowship this Saturday morning. It's an all-you-can-eat breakfast at the Brothers from Word of Faith. Prepare for the Sisters of Word of Faith. That's the best breakfast in town. It's one of my sisters that you don't want to turn down. Then after we feed you naturally, we're going to feed you spiritually too. With a powerful word from God, straight from heaven, just for the sisters. That's including you. There's no charge, but a free will offering will be taken. It starts at 9.30 a.m. sharp and it ends at 12 noon. Don't be late. It's if you want to play. Child care is provided at no charge. Neither I, VIP transportation service is available for this too. Don't miss this awesome opportunity to allow the brothers from Word of Faith to treat you like the queens you are by preparing for you and serving you a breakfast fit for the world to you are. So come on through and bring a couple sisters with you when you do. You'll be so glad you did, and they will too. So come on through and let the brothers of Word of Faith be a blessing to you at the Blessed Women of God Breakfast Fellowship this Saturday morning at Word of Faith SA. I guarantee that you'll be blessed when you do. Don't forget to tune in to our broadcast tomorrow for more of this life-changing word we have in store for you. Call a neighbor, call a friend, tell them to tune in. But when you do, know that we're going to ask the same question of you. That is, are you ready for the word? Y'all stay blessed. See you tomorrow. Star General Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com. <laughs> 